This book is an attempt to shape Christian culture with truth that restores us to that which God intended. I am very excited for the days directly ahead of us. His outpourings are increasing, both in frequency and in demonstrations of power and glory. This is the moment all the prophets spoke of, and this outpouring is to become the move of God that never ends. It's worth living for, and it's worth dying for. One day, I was sitting in my office reading the book of Revelation, when I felt something unmistakable, the feeling I get when the words seem to jump off the page, and I know I am hearing a present word from the Lord. I thought, wow, that is so powerful. I have no idea what it means, but it's powerful. As usual, my spirit was getting it much faster than my mind. The verse I had read was Revelation 19.10, And I fell at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, See that you do not do that. I am your fellow servant and of your brethren who have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It was particularly this last sentence that had just exploded in my heart, and I knew it had powerful implications extending far beyond the context of John's encounter. For the next few moments, I meditated on this phrase, asking the Holy Spirit to help me understand what he meant. A few hours later, the answer walked right through my office door. One of the men in the church, whom I'll call Jim, stopped by to share a testimony of how God had powerfully restored his marriage. After he finished the story, he said, Bill, you have my permission to tell this testimony to anyone you know who needs to hear it. This statement suddenly connected the dots for me. Testimony and prophecy had always been important elements of the Christian life, but in this moment I realized that this man was telling me that I could use his testimony to prophesy over people. Prophecy either foretells the future or causes a change in the present. A testimony then becomes catalytic in its ability to bring about a change of atmosphere in the present, making room for a supernatural release. Jim had instinctively made two assumptions. First, that if God had done this great thing for him, he would surely do it for others. And second, that declaring the testimony was the vehicle by which this promise would be transmitted to others in need. The first assumption is clearly supported in the Scriptures, which state that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and is no respecter of persons. See Hebrews 13.8, Acts 10.34. And the second assumption I recognized in that moment was a practical application of the truth that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Testimonies prophesy God's intent and nature to all who will hear. A Ripple Effect That experience happened 25 years ago. Since then, I have intentionally shared testimonies when I minister and have closely observed the results, which have been consistently stunning. 
One of my favorite stories to tell is of a little boy who got healed one night at a regional renewal meeting in one of the towns on the northern California coast where I have ministered on many occasions. At the time, he was three years old and had fairly severe club feet. I had brought some students from the School of Ministry at Bethel Church to the meeting, and they prayed for him. When they set him on the ground, his feet were perfectly flat for the first time. Another little friend of his came up to him and said, Run! He immediately took off running. My wife captured the whole thing on a video. The following week, we got to show everyone back at Bethel the footage of this little boy running in a big circle, coming back to the camera saying, I can run.